You ain't even asked to hear that shit, man. Yeah. P.M.P. is the crew, buck em down, word life. Each and every individual on site. <laughs> Not the Karen of today, but Karen White. All right, show some respect. Yo, welcome back to another edition of the Bell's Corner Podcast. I am Bell. This is my corner. Um, hey, man, I appreciate all the love. Uh, like I said, don't get your feelings hurt with this consistency thing. Just relax. They come as they come. All right. But look, man, this next segment, this next episode is, man. This next episode is with my mom, man, and it easily could have been a three-hour podcast, but what I what I tried to do was stay focused on one subject with her, and you can tell she tried to veer off, and she was about to really, really give us the juice, but I tried to keep it localized on single mothers, right, and you know the battle with single mothers today, and you know what I mean, things that they say and stuff that they go through. And the stigma behind a, a single mother is that, you know, where they're bitter. And that's not the case all the time. Um, so I just wanted to give light on single mothers and what other better way to do it than to talk to my own mom. Because she was a single mom for a large part of my upbringing. So that's what this is mainly about. I got my mom on the pod, man. I think this is pretty dope. I'm proud of this one. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. What would you want to do? No, I was going to think of a closed-in area, but this would be fine. Oh. This will work what, fine. Well, should I turn the radio off? No, nah, you can leave it on. Let it be what it is. All right. So, and you are who? Janet. Janet. Janet, what is your maiden name? Nixon. Nixon. And where are you from? Well, I was born in Wilmington, Delaware. But I was raised in Oxford, Maryland, and Easton, Maryland. I did not know you were born in Wilmington, Delaware. Okay, so I didn't know this, people. It's okay. So you grew up in the 60s, 70s? 50s, 60s. 50s, 60s, 70s. Well, 50s don't count. Yeah, it does. It was only five years in the 50s. Yeah, but I, I was learning. I could learn things. You remember the 50s a little bit? 57, 58, 59, a little bit. She was like three? In 58, I was. All right, so everybody talks about the 70s, how good the 70s was. 
What do you remember from the 70s that makes it so good that everybody's like, man, the 70s, that's when you could go outside and ain't got to worry about nothing. And Was that true or? True for some people. It wasn't <laughs> all true for us. Not now. So I grew up with. What do you mean? Um, we had to be in a certain time. See, I graduated in 73, but in the 70s, we had to be in the house a certain time. What, like, just because cause grandma said so? Or? mom said so. Oh, okay. But what about, like, as far as, like, the neighborhood and crime and stuff like that? Because everybody talks about, like, the 70s was such a, it, it wasn't as bad. Every generation says it wasn't as bad as before. Like, back then, you could be outside and they have to worry about certain things. Was that? Yeah, well, we used to we we used to be able to not to have to lock our doors. Yeah, okay. You could leave your big door open and just have your storm door open. Okay, and was it was it like a thing like a like a neighborhood like the neighbor knows the other neighbor's kids and if you do something that whole you thing get it, you wouldn't get no any no trouble nothing like you wouldn't get no beating like they did back in the forties and fifties right but you couldn't go to certain people's houses and if you did you couldn't stay long. <laughs> what they put you out back then? No, cause mom said not to. Oh, okay. So no. grandma was grandma was strict. All right. Yeah. So I was speaking yeah. just overall period how the climate was, but you okay, I get it. So grandma just wasn't having it. She just wasn't having it. That's that's <laughs> why that was. She just wasn't having yeah, it. Yeah, she just wasn't having it. But other people went to other people's houses and stuff like that and stayed mostly long as well, but we couldn't do it. Okay. No. So that sounds like a whole a different road and we can do that a whole another okay. series another we'll do that, whole, okay. <laughs> do that a whole other series okay. alright so I'm going to fast forward I'm going right. to fast forward to right. I'm going to say late 70s late 70s early 80s you in your 20s now right yeah okay so let me see and, and it's the reason why I'm getting there because I'm trying to get to what the main topic is and the main okay. topic is single mothers right Okay. So today, single mothers, uh, it's a lot of turmoil as far as um, how they view the fathers. And a lot of fathers aren't doing what they're supposed to do. They don't step up. There's child support issues. There's custody issues and all of that stuff. But I want to speak on the time period. And again, I'm, I'm trying to summarize all this because this is a lot. Okay. Um I want to talk about you, how, how, how you felt in the '90s being a single mom. So, you and Dad split. I don't remember what year that was, and and <laughs> pardon me, pardon me, and um, I remember going to Williamsburg, two grandmas actually. So, do somebody's trying to reach you for real, dude. All right, that's cool. Let me see. God damn it! All right, so, um, so Williamsburg. So, all right, so in that state, I don't know. Do you remember how old you were then? Around that time? I maybe twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Okay, so twenty-eight. I don't know how old I was. Um, maybe eight, nine, no. younger than that, older than that. Like three. Three? No. 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 So it should, I wouldn't probably wouldn't in my twenties then. I might be in my thirties. Thirties. Okay. So I, I, I'm thinking eight. I was at least eight. 
Nah. Okay. So maybe. That was, that was in my 30s then. Okay. So, what is your mindset? So, you're, you're, because of differences, you're leaving, you're venturing out on your own, you got this eight year old, nine year old boy with you. What is going through your mind? Like, what is your plan? Like, what is your thinking? If you can put yourself in that time to think. Well, really, your thinking is all over the place. It's like, well, what am I going to do? And how am I going to do it? And how am I going to be stable enough to do it? Right. And it's not, it's, wasn't, it's not easy. Okay. Because you really need help. And when you don't have help, it's really, really hard. And you can kind of like lose yourself in all of it. Because, mm. well, what am I going to do? How am I going to raise this child and I don't have no help? It's, it's real hard. And that's I think that's where single mothers deal with the day. They, it's hard because they don't have the help that they need. And then their mindset is like all over the place. Then, then, then you're all over the place. Then, well, you don't have nobody to help you or to love you. So you try to find somebody to help you. Then so you can help the child and it just gets all mixed up. And that's why a whole lot of stuff gets in and gets all mm-hmm. messed up. That's how they, that's how things get all blown out of proportion and, and everybody's all messed up. The, the parent the mother's messed up, the child's messed up, everybody's messed up. So it's like a big ball of frustration because yep, there's no of sense of direction and what no there's sense no of plan. direction. Nope. So For one thing you ain't got no plan when you have them. Yeah. You really don't have a plan. You, you really don't. Because when you come from because if your background is not stable, mm-hmm. you can't be. Unless you meet up with somebody that is stable. And if they're not stable, you're just all over the place. Your, your mind's all over the place. You can't stay stable. You can't stay on a job long enough to get yourself together. You're just all over the place. No direction. Nothing. And you're life is steady going. happening. Stuff is steady happening. Yeah. And you just go in and trying to find, and then you grab hold of something else that's not right. And so it's like a snowball effect. Right. A domino effect. It just goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. So talk about being in that mindset, being an adult, trying to handle adult stuff. Explain how that affects even your parenting. Like, how do you even, like, how do you interact with your child? With all this chaos going on, how do you keep it calm? For you, the, your if kid, you don't know the how to keep it calm, you can't. You can't keep it calm if you don't know how. If you weren't taught to, well, I know this is going on, but I got to get me together so I can talk to them. Hmm. And if you don't get you together, you can't talk to them. You can't help them because you don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. You haven't assessed the situation. You don't even know to assess the situation. You don't know what to do. You just, it's you just there. And it's just, it's just it. All right. So let so let let's so let me let me make it more personal. So if you can remember a time like all right. So there's an eight year old me. We're staying, what well, we're staying in a bedroom because that's our first step. Yeah. You know I mean, to split from dad. So the first step we stand in a bedroom at grandma's house. Yeah. So moving back in that environment, from what you say, you know, the background wasn't as bright back yep. then. So now you're back in that environment. Now you have your kid there. So making it personal. So you got an eight-year-old me. How was it like I'm still in school? I'm still energetic. I'm still. How did you like kind of compartmentalize what you was going on in the the adult world, but still be able to talk to me and keep me cool and 
basically had me oblivious to a struggle. I didn't even realize all that stuff was going on. I don't know how I did that. I don't I don't know. Some things you just you just do. Some things you just do and you I don't I don't know how I did it. I don't know. I really can't explain how I did it. Took the time to talk to you and not get you all because you have to shield. Mm-hmm. And you take all of the weight and it's hard, but you have to take all of the weight, but I don't know. I really can't tell you. And it just had it had to be the Lord to step in and say, Hey, this woman needs some help. And that's the only way I know. That's the only way I know. Other than that, I didn't really have anybody else that I could turn to or talk to to say, Hey, I'm going through this and I got a child. I didn't have nobody else to turn to. So really it really was no support system at that time. No support system at all. So you just have to deal with the weight of it. Right. Yep. So, so so speaking on that, and of course me being older now, so I know a lot now, but for the sake of the pod. Um, so during that time, what was after the split, let's say the split has been on for like maybe a year now. It's been a year already. What was the relationship between you and dad concerning me? How was that? It was more like, I don't know, I'm trying to do my part, but I was never let. It was always no. So what you mean, like, like okay, if I was gonna come and get you, it's like. Well, no, not, not, not. Okay, so, so back up to it's me. I'm with you. Right. So. Okay. So, so like, let's say it's been a year after we've left that house, okay. and now we're with grandma. So after that, like, I'm talking about like as far as him meeting come- spots, him supposed to come get me on weekends and stuff like that. How was that arranged? Was an arrangement discussed? How was that? Were y'all even able to communicate? It wasn't. It was wasn't any communication. As far as I can remember, at that time, it just wasn't any because he was doing whatever he was doing, and mm-hmm. and it just wasn't. It wasn't a good place. Right. So I didn't really bother with it. Okay. Okay. So yeah, and I, and I think even today, a lot of ladies, a lot of women today. So I guess it's kind of pretty much the same. Yeah, it's really the same. It's the same. It depends on how you handle it, though. Yeah. It's the same. Like, you know, a split happens. Yeah. The communication isn't on good terms in the mm-hmm. beginning. And instead of arguing all the time, a lot of times the women just say, you know what? It's not worth yeah, going through not, all that. Yeah. And that's why they take it to courts and yeah. get all that type of stuff involved. Yeah. A, 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 well, I say, well, I ain't going to say half. I don't know. I don't know percentages, but I'm just. Well, all, not all, all of them don't. It's it's because a lot of them do it because if they don't get the support, now you can ask the person, well, why don't we make this deal? If mm-hmm. you do it like that, do it like that. Say, let's make this deal. You give me such and such and such or whatever they need or something like that. If you can make that kind of deal, it's okay. But when you get the other people in the courts and and, and it, it's a mess. Right. It, it makes it worse because now you got you humiliated because you got to go to court. The man got to go to court and all that kind of stuff. Pay child support and all that kind of stuff. When it don't really have to go that way. Right. It really don't. Communication is important. Like yep. if you, if everyone can just be mature. Yep. Exactly. And, and understand what the situation is. Understand yep. what the, the greater concern, which yep. would be me in that, in that situation. Yeah. Listen, let's just be adults right here. Yep. And come up with something that's fair for this situation. Yep. Why you got to put that by it? Why you got to get the courts and all that kind of stuff in it? Because then that, ends up being 
they get on the court side. So then they feel like, well, okay, now I can get more money if I want to. But you're not doing that right. That's not right. Right. That's not right to do that. Won't you talk to him and y'all talk about what you need to be done for the child. Mm-hmm. And that way the courts ain't in because the courts don't ain't going to make you feel good. Right. When you have to deal with them. Okay. So let's talk about in the beginning though, when the communication wasn't so great, you ain't had no choice. Or I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. So what did you ever have to go the child support right with that? I did, but it was a point where he said, well, I can't do it right now. So I had to drop it. Okay. So I had I had to drop it because he couldn't, for some reason, I, I don't know what it, what it was, but he couldn't do it. He didn't have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. So what's the point if he ain't got the money to do it? So, yeah, so keeping him on child support, I ain't going to get the money anyway, so what's the point is what you was like. That, and that was what I did. What's the point? If he can't pay it, what's the point? Okay. All right, that, that, that sheds a lot of light. So when did it become easier? When did it become, when did the storm kind of, I ain't going to say all the way clear up, but at least became tolerable? Like, all right, you kind of got it in a routine. You kind of settled into what's going on. It ain't perfect, but you got a routine. You got your thing going. Me, You got me on the schedule. Like, when did it become kind of decent? Hmm. For me, it didn't. It wasn't decent until it wasn't decent until you went to the military. For really? Me. Hmm. And the reason why is because I felt like I was being saying that things were saying about me that wasn't true, and I was had to deal with all of that. As to the reason why, when I would try to come and get you. It was like, well, he can't go because this and this and this. And the reason why he's down there is because of this and this and this. And see, and I had to face all of that stuff when it wasn't true. All right. So, all right, so let's, let's slow down. Let's slow down, Mom. Slow down. Right. Slow down. All right. So what I'm saying from that, it wasn't really it, to for me. Okay. It wasn't a release for me. Until then. Until then. But what I, all right. So, okay. I get, I get that. But I want to get some pieces in the middle before we get to that part. So the middle part is, all right, so you're being a single mom, you're making things happen. Um, again, doing a great job in my eyes because I'm oblivious to things being such a struggle for you. I had no idea. So at some point, I don't remember the age, maybe 13, maybe 13, 14. At some point, uh, I ended up moving with my dad. Talk about what went into that decision for you. Because most mothers, to send their kid off, like, they don't want, they would never want to do that. They kind of make them, it would make them feel a certain way. Or yeah. or they just like, like, nah, I'm the mom. My kid belongs with me. So yeah. talk about you making that decision. Was it a difficult decision? Like, how did that make you feel to, to make that decision? And why? It was a hard decision because I lost my vehicle. Not understanding what I need to do to keep it. I lost my vehicle. And then I talked. Matter of fact, I talked to Germ's dad. Okay. Germ's dad. Well, I was talking to him one day and he was and I made and I made I was talking to him about it. He was saying, Now you're making the right decision. To get because I was saying I don't want to do it, but I don't I don't that's nothing else I know to do. Mm. I can't I don't have a way to get him where he needs to go. I only have a way to get me where I need to go. 
And then when I talked about it, he said, well, now you're making the right decision. And said, let him go down there because you know, even if he's, if, even if it's not, don't feel good to you, you, you can't go like this. You can't keep doing it like this because I was just, I don't know where I was at the time. I don't even know where I was at the time. Mm-hmm. So he said, now you're making the right decision. Do you think, do you think, uh, I guess, like constantly fighting this battle of trying to get everything level kind of took his toll? Yeah. And it made it difficult to Yeah, it even took be a toll because it was like it was always a fight. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to keep you, but then it was this going on and that going on. Uh, uh, you being taken away and then... I'll come get you, and then you, and all of that went on, and I'm like, I'm just exhausted. I just got exhausted to a point where I'm just, my mind's exhausted, my soul's exhausted, my spirit's exhausted, and my whole body's exhausted. So I just give up. And once I gave up, I felt a little bit better mm-hmm. to know where you were, mm-hmm. but still, it wasn't not good to me because I felt like I was doing pretty good. I felt like it until everything just went. Everything just went. So was it? Uh, so was it your decision or did Dad ask for it? Like, yo, send him down here. No, or? I asked. I asked him. I did talk to him about it. Asked him, was it okay? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, it was okay. Okay. So, so, but I didn't talk to him first about it. I went to other. But like I said, Germ's dad was. I talked about the Germ's dad. Okay. Because you know we're Germ at now. Right. But anyway, I talked to Germ's dad about it. Cause he didn't. Cause Germ's dad didn't get a chance to. Um, have him right yeah all right okay so that puts things in perspective so now now it's upside down so now i'm with dad right so single mom was doing it on her own with with her son then you know life happens i end up with my father and at that age i think a good a, a different way to look at it is even at that age it's been better. I think it's good for your son to be yeah, with his father. And I, and I thought about that. It's better. Because at that time, even... comfortable. Yeah, and even at that time, like, uh, if I remember right, you working nights. Yeah. So you working nights, I'm outside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what you tell me. <laughs> I'm outside, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah, so it was better. And, and, I, and I knew it was better, but still, you don't feel good about that being a mom. Yeah. You don't, you don't really feel good about that. Yeah. Even though you know it's the best place to go. Right. All right, so now the dynamic is different. So how is it, how would you say your relationship with me was then? Did you notice a change in me, like after maybe I'm with Dad for a year? Was it this, your, your same kid, or do you see different things being instilled in me, or is it different? How is it now, now you're in the role of seeing me every on the weekends yeah, or yeah. summers and stuff. So how is that for you? Um... It wasn't good all the time because when I would try to, you know, like I said, come and get you, it was always an issue. So then I'm frustrated because I can't. So then it, the whole thing just starts all over again. I'm like, man, okay, I, okay, I did it because I thought it was the best thing to do, but now I can't see him because this and this and this. And it bothered you too not to be able to because at times you would take the car and you. You were supposed to go one place, but then you would come see me. And then when they found out about it, they had a problem yeah. with it. So it was it was it was okay until I could you know couldn't come get you. And then and that kind of 
made me mad until I went down there one day and told him what I had to tell him. <laughs> and that, that okay, let's, let's, let's relax. Let's calm down. Let's relax. <laughs> told him what I had said. That was it. All right. Okay. So let me see. Let me fast forward a little more. Um, and all of this is just um, people out there in Bell's Cornerland. All of this is just trying to get a glimpse into a, a deeper a different picture into a single mom instead of us always seeing the the the, the picture that's painted of just a bitter woman yeah. and she's mad and she yeah. wants money that is a side of it yeah, that's, but yeah. that is definitely a side of it yeah. I don't want to give them yeah. no bail but yeah. the other side is really like things really are happening there is different pieces that you just may not see so that's what that's the main reason why I'm doing yeah. this so you said you didn't feel comfortable all the way until I was gone into the military. So even like after high school, um, and I guess you can call it my street time, yeah. was, was your sense of worry like heightened? Were you super worried at, at that time? Or you was like... Well, at that time, when I lived out in Chatham Village and Dad came and got you, that, that and I come home from work and you was gone yeah. at that time, that's when I almost lost it. I think that was high school. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, what is going on? So I right then I said, Lord, I said, this is too much. I give him back to you. And from that, I didn't try to get in nothing or try to intercept or nothing. I left it alone. Because I told the Lord I'm giving him back to you. Cause I could all of this that's going on, and then the things you dealt with down there, you mm-hmm. said I said I couldn't touch it. I couldn't touch it because I I gave it back to the Lord. And when you was out, I didn't worry about that. I was told some things. I said, but I'm not gonna touch it, cause I told the Lord I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. I didn't intervene in it because it wouldn't be good. Okay. It wouldn't be good. It would. I would mess things up. Right. Yeah. I understand. I would. I would mess it up because. I said, Lord, I'm going to give it back to you. So that means you take your hands off and let the Lord do what he need to do. Mm-hmm. And he did. He protected you all this time. Yes. See what I'm saying? Really I I, to- I'm not oblivious to it. Like, I'm like, man, I am. I am very smart. I'm very intelligent. And I'm almost perfect. <laughs> but I do know a lot of stuff that happens in my life is because you praying and the higher power. Like, I, I firmly believe in that. But I, I ain't no fool. Give it back. Because. Because people, parents, a lot of times get themselves in children's, I'll say in their children's way, mm-hmm. because they're going to do what's on their mind to do if they want to do it. And you can't, if you try to get it, it's going to be a fight or a conflict. They're going to fight you back. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to start being mad and start doing other things that then it's going to get on your nerves. So the best thing is not to know. You done gave them to God. Trust God and let God deal with him, and he will. He know what to do. And that's what I did. All right. So, fast forward a little bit more. We ain't cool. You say you was throwing eggs. I said, I ain't messing with that. <laughs> I said, I'm not touching it. Oh, I said, man. Uh-uh. I said, I'm not touching that. That was my, that was my criminal wave. <laughs> that's my criminal wave. You know what I'm saying? Read about me if you don't know, people. Read about me. Said, Check my record. I said, no. I said, I, I said I'm not going to touch it because I got to keep my sanity. I said, uh-uh. Uh-uh. What was I going to do? Uh-uh. I, was, I was 18, man. I said, uh-uh, I'm going to keep my sanity. I'm not messing with that. And right. I didn't. So, so let's fast forward a little bit more. And we're skimming through this. This could be 
easily a three-hour podcast, but I just wanted to touch on and focus on the single mother portion because my life is definitely a book. But um, so let's fast forward to you hear the news that you're having a granddaughter, right? <laughs> you're having a granddaughter and I make the decision to go into the military. And you said earlier, that's when you felt a calm, like, all right, he good. Yeah. Why was, why did it take that for you to be like, all right, he's straight? Because what you were going through with them and then having to deal with what I did, I thought, okay, now he's, he's away from me and he's away from them. Mm-hmm. That's what that's I how saw. You said. He's away from everybody. Away so. from everybody. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I saw. I said, yes, then he's away from them. I ain't got wonder what they doing. And ain't nobody got wonder what I'm doing. So he ain't in neither one of his hands. So that's how I saw that part. Okay. That's a that's a that's a unique way to look because most parents, if the other parent don't got them or if they don't have them themselves, then they worry the most. But in this case, me being on my own made you feel much better than yep. being with either one of y'all. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, I, I get felt it. like that. Because, see, a lot of parents won't accept the fact that they can cause trouble in their kids' lives, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents don't want to, they don't want to accept that. Well, it ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. And you can't do that. You can't, you can't do that. You can't say, well, it ain't your fault. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's both our faults. If you look at it the right way, it's right. both our faults. So I'm like, nope, he away from me and away from them. Woo. And that's how I looked at it. All right. So to 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 wrap just this portion up, the single mother portion of it. So to wrap the whole experience up in totality, now that I am an, an adult and you can see how I am with my kids and um. I guess in the end, do you feel, how do you feel now in the end? Like, I mean, this ain't the end, but this is like, you know. Yeah, I feel great about the whole situation. Right. I was, I went around saying, tootie too. <laughs> and I said, side boop. I'll be just saying them, saying their names and stuff. While I'm around here, I'm riding in my car and I think about the size. I wonder what side boop doing. <laughs> I said, I wonder what tootie too doing. I just always call their names out. Mm-hmm. You know, and then your name and stuff like that. So I have no problem with it. it, it it's good. It's all good. Well, I want to say, in in closing, I want to say thank you for all the decisions that you made. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate. You. I know sometimes you was hard on yourself, and you yeah. didn't think you did the right things. Yeah. But it's a lot of things that even when I'm moving around now, I remember a lot of stuff, and yeah. I take. I take all the good stuff from both of y'all. You and yeah, Dad. The stuff yeah. that I need, I take that. Yeah. And I remember that. Yep. So I want to say I thank you for I thank you for shielding a lot of stuff. I ain't even know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. I think that's dope. I think that's that's yeah. probably like and I the toughest like job when, a parent can do. Because it's like when somebody come at you wrong, they're going to have a bulldog right at their throat. Because <laughs> a whole lot of stuff, I'm like, uh-uh, that's not happening. Yeah. And then some things I said, no, I don't mess with that. You can mess with that, but don't mess with that because you might get yourself in trouble. Right. So, mm-mm. But, yeah, I, I want to thank you for everything that you've done for me over the years, growing up, even now in my adult life. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I appreciate it. This was a good conversation, Mom. Yeah. Yeah, I think you probably taught some single single moms some things, giving them some insight. So I think this was good. This was healthy. Great. All right. So this is the conclusion of uh, 
segment four, five, six, whenever, whenever I decide to drop. I want to thank y'all for checking Bell's Corner podcast out. I am Bell. This is my corner, and we gone. Yeah. <laughs> and you. Today's episode of the Bell's Corner podcast was brought to you by UnlimitedSourceShop.com. That's Unlimited-Source-Shop.com. They sell everything from women's, children's, men's clothing, and accessories. So if you go there right now and put in the promo code Bell's Corner Podcast, you get 15% off any purchase. Again, that's UnlimitedSourceShop.com. Go there, man. Get yourself laced. You did. Leslie, bring me my notes. God damn it. <laughs>